Hello and welcome to the Press Start Podcast, Press Start Australia's weekly video game discussion podcast. I'm your host, Ewan, joined today by my fellow gamers and co-hosts, Shannon. Hello. Brody. Hello. And James. Hello. Before we get stuck in the show, I'm going to go and close my door because I feel like my neighbours are going to hear me across the hall. Just one sec. Shannon, Phil, Phil the time. How are you guys going? Not it's going great. In. Really? <laughs> Should we just, can we start again? So great. Thank you so much. Uh, before we really get stuck into today's show, I wanted to let you know that this Saturday, we're going to be headed to PAX for a fun game show we've got planned Saturday night at 5.30 in the NBN Theatre. It's pitched as a What the Wiki extravaganza, but we're going to have all sorts of rounds in a daft quiz show, emulating the likes of like Big Fat Quiz of the Year, those kind of things. Um, there's going to be plenty of opportunities to take part with a bit of audience participation. Uh, and loads of prizes up for grabs too that Shannon's all organized for us. Shout out to Shannon there. Um, so come along, 5.30 p.m., NBN Theatre, Saturday. Brody, what are you most looking forward to about this Saturday? Um, just seeing everybody, I think. Like, obviously, the quiz is going to be great. But, um, yeah, I'm just excited to be in a big sweaty room with everybody. We can see, In my presence. We can see Jake lurking in the background of Shannon's shot there. It's going to be good to see him again after so long. But, uh yeah, just keen to see everyone. It's going to be fun. PAX is so good for that. Everyone coming together and just having a grand old time. Shannon, what are you most excited about for PAX this year? Is it our panel? Definitely the panel is high on my list of things that I want to do at PAX. I don't know what else is going to be. This is the first year where we really don't have a good idea of what is going to be there. So definitely our panel is always the highlight, just being up with all of you. And I would ask you, James, but... You're not coming this year. No, I'm not. Sorry. Granted, it is a fair track for you to Street make. Street so Fighter the weekend. So, <laughs> got my priorities straight. It's been in the calendar for a while. Yeah, it's for at least two months. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, Shannon, let me come back to you and instead ask you, or in addition, I should say, ask you how excited you are for your first look at the Dead Space remake. We saw a trailer this week, finally kind of a good look at the game that's coming out in January next year. What did you make of it? Um, I really like it. I think it does capture the tone of the original game really well. It, it looks gruesome, looks to, to really improve on things like lighting and audio and how sort of creepy the characters look. I, was, I put in our chat, I think, after I watched it, that it's that weird thing where your mind thinks this is what this game looked like when it came out, but then if you went back and actually yeah. played it and looked at it, it obviously doesn't look as good. I must say, I still don't know if we if it needs a remake, but it's one of my favorite games of all time, so I'm definitely keen to, to replay it, and I hope it means more games in the future as well. Do you think uh, Dead Space is deserving of a remake? We've had some controversy around remake this year and remake news do you think it's it's the right time for a dead space remake you're ready to jump back in uh i've gone to replay it a few times and just haven't gotten through it for whatever reason i think you could make the same case as like the last of us in the sense that like you can play this game on xbox or pc on on game pass it obviously does benefit from the remake but the other one can still be played and it's still a great game in its own right I saw James shaking his head to your uh, response there. Uh, I'm curious, James, what are, what are your feelings about this game? And it's comparison, I guess, to Callisto Protocol, which is the, very much the spiritual successor to Dead Space and in many ways very much the same game coming out quite a bit sooner as well. 
It's mm. interesting, isn't it? No. Um, I, I don't know about this. I, I, like, I think it looks really good, and I think the idea of, like, the, the, the whole peeling stuff that they've started showing with, like, the bone and muscle and all that kind of shit, I think that's yeah. really cool. Um, and that's the kind can... of stuff that's befitting of a remake, right? Like, that's... Yeah, that's not that's probably- a simple kind of we're redoing the assets to make yeah. it look I, nice. I feel like you're just getting, you're trying to make him launch into a tirade against The Last look, of Us. Shannon, I, no, this is my just- job as a host of the podcast. So okay. I've got to get you guys fired up and ready to go, right? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't take much. But like, I think, like, <laughs> uh, no, I, Dead Space to me, like, I think that tearing stuff is really cool. Um, but I think in the big scheme of things, like when you're in the middle of a, like a battle or something, I don't know if it's something I'm going to be able to appreciate as much. Um, sure. True. Like I see, seeing it all them like do the slider on like the dev video and stuff and actually seeing it like wear away. It's really cool. But yeah, like, I don't know in the, that moment, in I don't know if it's going to change. Moment, like, and I, I don't think it's a it, yeah. gameplay thing either. Um, I do think like, like I, I'm kind of hoping for more content somehow. I don't know like what they could do. Um, I know there's new dialogue in that trailer that they showed off, like a lot of unitology stuff. I think they're going to bring a lot more of that into the first game because that really came into its own in the second game, um, which would be good and would make sense given what it's all about. If you've not played them, I won't say. But yeah, like it's it'll be interesting and it'll be really interesting to see like Isaac speaking and how that works with the story. Do you know what? Like, because anyone who's mm. obviously played this game. Um, knows that Isaac didn't speak and all the crazy shit that happens, it makes more sense if he doesn't speak. So I don't uh, really Yeah, know. I agree with that. I and he's alone, how... right? Like, it, that's kind of... No, no, he's got, he's got a team with him. Oh, okay. Like, the, uh, Kendra and the other guy. I can't remember what the guy's name was. Um, when, when they say that he speaks, do you think that's literally, like, full lines or do you think it's more just, like, he has a voice in, like groans and stuff which he did I mean, in the original anyway come to think of it like i think there's, no, I think there's he, dialogue in the trailer i think of his i yeah, just can't he, imagine how that's gonna work on a larger scale just like the interactions between like him and nicole and stuff like i don't really know how that will work um yeah i don't know i like i feel like not having him speak in the first game made it more ambiguous and that really yeah. helped it like mm, to that yeah. to get to the point where they got to in the story without ruining anything um but yeah I, like, I, I was saying this before to Steve, like, I feel like with remakes, I kind of have always expected, like, a little bit more than, say, just bringing it over and making the graphics better, like, I, and I, that's probably because of Resident Evil, like, when they did that for the first game, they mm. added a lot more content that w- couldn't make it, or, like, they couldn't do it at the time because of the tech, do you know what I mean? Like, there was extra stuff, um... Yeah. Whereas every remake since then, it just it does feel like better graphics, which is great, but, like... I don't know. Like, and that's why I think Callisto, like going back to your question, you and like, I feel like Callisto is more of an exciting prospect for me because it will be something super new. Um, whereas with Dead Space, I really do feel like I've seen it all. Every mm. room I see, I know. Do you know what? Like, I don't know how to yeah. explain. And then that, that's probably them nailing the atmosphere and it looks the same and they haven't changed too much. But yeah, I don't know. It's just, I'm not like super excited, but I, I mean, nothing else is going on in January. I'll probably play it. Yeah, like never having played Dead Space before, I'm excited that this ex- this exists. And um, it's do you know a good the twist? For me to jump in, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, the okay, twist. I don't um, even know if I can remember it to be honest. And I played it a really? few times, and I 
Well, yeah, the right. twist is, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's um, that's oh. really good that you've like avoided it for so long. Like what, yeah. two thousand and eight? Like that's a long time. Well, I was a little like because, uh, as you know, James, I replay, well, I played for the first time Final Fantasy VII, and because that remake was so different, it did things differently. I don't feel like I quite got out of it like what I was expecting to in terms of the twist that supposedly happens in that game with the big kind of moment. Like, I still don't know what that is. I don't feel like it... It like Yeah, you really, didn't get to that point. It, no, that, yeah, the point right? that, yeah. Um, yeah. So, but I, I don't know. Like, I'm in kind of two minds about these remakes is whether I want them to do something, like, radically different or kind of stay true to the original game. Um, I think I'm kind of glad in this case that it is staying true to the original, maybe doing something differently with the character and vo- in voicing him. But... Um, yeah, I don't know. As much as I loved Final Fantasy VII Remake, I do kind of feel a hankering still to kind of get an experience that was truer to the original. I don't know. It's just something I've been mulling over in the week. Brody, you're no stranger to horror games too. Is this uh, is there one of the two games you're more excited for, the Dead Space Remake or Callisto? Are you after the, the older than you? Um, while, while I tend to agree with James, like I'm sort of... I'm I'm interested in the Dead Space remake, but I'm not super interested because it does look to sort of retread a game that I'm pretty familiar with as well. Um, I'm I'm definitely more keen on Callisto, yeah, because it's new. Like it's gonna feel like Dead Space, I think, but at least it is new content and new mm. character, new world, etc. Um, yeah, so I, I'd H- say. Have probably, you got a favorite horror game of the year so far? I well, I haven't really played that many horror games this year. I've, I don't know if the horror games of the year have really come yet. I feel like it's pretty pretty down so far. Like, I didn't play The Quarry, so I can't speak to that. And the only other one I can mm. think of that I've played is Martha is Dead, which wasn't great. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, James so, might yeah, be yeah, probably to... Callisto and maybe Scorn, I guess? Scorn's probably coming. Probably, like, the two on your radar, yeah. yeah. Scorn's coming yeah. for sure, but... um. Yeah, I mean, there's been... I encourage you to play The Quarry. It's really good. There's been... Yeah, Mm. I I have it on my Xbox. I just haven't got around to it yet. Yeah. Yeah, James. James, (laughs) He's like, yeah. uh, hmm, I Uh, I wasn't asking about Dead Space, actually, James. Do you reckon it's... uh, Brody, maybe you can answer this too. Is this this a kind of get the friends around, play it together sort of scary game? Or can I manage this alone? Like, there's no such thing. Like, you made that up. (laughs) Like... (laughs) You play with You're as many friends as now. you want to play with, Ewan. But uh, it's yeah. generally... Yeah, Shannon, I, I need you to canvas some other opinion. Can you ask Jake if it's appropriate to play horror games with friends over? Ewan if they're single player. Know if it's appropriate to play horror games with friends, if they're a single player game. Like Resident Evil. Specifically on me. <laughs> yes. This Help us out here, Jake. You're on a podcast. <laughs> um... Yeah, if you're, you know, maybe you're too scared. If you're a loser. Maybe you're too, too scared to play the You heard it here first, no. folks. Jake Barros says if you're a loser, you can play. That was play. not as supportive as I expected it to be. I will message Jake later. Um, he really right, wasn't into that. Uh, don't he really was it, not, yeah. Don't, don't throw to Jake again. Sorry, any more audience sorry. participation over yeah. here. <laughs> Do not throw to Jake again during this podcast. Let's... Uh, <laughs> To be fair, really I could have been asking him anything and just saying what I was... Anyway, <laughs> Saving it all for his Twitch stream, I see. True. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's move on and talk about the CD Projekt news that happened in the week as well. They announced a stack of future releases, including a sequel to Cyberpunk 2077 and a whole new Witcher trilogy, um, which clearly all seems very nuts to me. Shannon, do any of these announcements in particular stand out to you? 
there's a lot of them. And I think if you're a Witcher or Cyberpunk fan, you're going to be absolutely um, overjoyed with things to come. But are there, no. are there Cyberpunk fans? Is like, are there anyone asking for well, a second Cyberpunk There must game? be if they're making it and announcing it this far in advance. It's ex- it's all exciting stuff. I still haven't played The Witcher and I really haven't put that much time into Cyberpunk. So, like, whilst I can appreciate the excitement around these games, um, I'm not personally, like, super excited. I will say just commentary on announcements like this. Like, I think we're going to see mm. more and more of this, like, code name type announcement just with all the leaks I've been talking about. Like, I do like that they're just announcing stuff with... Um, code names like we saw with Assassin's Creed 2 just because what's the other option? Like it's that or your stuff gets leaked anyway and it's out there. Yeah. Uh, Do you think that's what it is or is it them kind of taking a leaf out of the book of Marvel perhaps and kind of giving people more of an idea of the roadmap? Like that seems to excite people pretty well. No, I think it's a leak thing for sure. I didn't even think about it that way. But then I feel like... But like all the preventing is the existence of the game, right? Yeah, but I feel like assets never leak. Well, no, that's not not true. Closer to to announce they leak. Assets leak less often than, say, details about like what this project is and stuff. Whereas now, like, that's all there. So, like, I think I... 100%. I don't think it's a Marvel thing at all. I think it's like... Just a white, like, especially Ubisoft. Like, yeah. They're the Actually, come to think of it, it, like, the amount of games that kind of, like, leak or sort of... Uh, like, overdose. ...somewhat like, revealed by... You, yeah. Like, we, all, we know all about that now, but then that's not even been announced or revealed and stuff, so... Yeah. And the thing I was going to mention, a job at. Like, if people trying... They're trying to build a new studio in the US, right? Yeah. To build one of these and exactly, games, yeah, and they're going to have to hire a ton of people Just for, for hiring people. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, what are they working on? Um, no, it's a very, very good point. Uh, James, let me ask you, how do you feel about some of these games like being announced so far in advance? I guess given that it's CG Project Red, given their track record, like I, like I know we've just addressed the leak, it's there, but this this is looking, what, like 10 years into the future? Maybe more? Um, I thought it was sooner than that. You reckon? Just quickly. I, th- I, you think reckon? They said, I think they said that they're going to deliver that trilogy all within six years of the first release. So if you assume, yeah, so like, if you assume the first Witcher game in this new trilogy is coming out, it's twenty thirty, two two or three years, then it's all going to be delivered from six years beyond that. So it I could, think it, that it could, sounds optimistic. It could still it well, kind of like definitely. to me, it's it remo- like you know they were talking about how they're treating their staff better and stuff, but then they want three Witcher games out in a six year period, and I'm like, oh, I don't really <laughs> yeah. know if like your team is up to that unless you're expanding yeah. rapidly. But um, I think a lot of it, like I think CD Projekt Red's jumping to Unreal now as well. Um, which a lot of people seem to be doing. Um, yep. So a lot of the heavy lifting in terms of making a new engine and shit is kind of already done for them. So maybe that is doable now that I'm talking about it out loud. Um, both of these brands don't really do anything for me compared to what they do for other people. Mm. Um, I do think Cyberpunk as a world deserves a second chance for sure. And I say that, but the first game sold 20 million copies. But like, I think the brand definitely is not as strong as it could be from a yeah. marketing perspective. Um, so the idea that they can actually make a proper next-gen cyberpunk game, which is really what the first game should have been. Um, Certainly what it was like kind of touted to be or expected to be. Yeah, I swear they announced it that way too. And then obviously Old Gym was a thing and that kind of seemed to really hamper them. Um, mm. But yeah, like I, I'm keen to see a new Cyberpunk. The Witcher, like I'm just so over it. Like I know everybody loves it, and everyone watches the Netflix series, and 
Henry Cavill, huh? And, but like, you know, I just like yes, that's it is me. Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> I'm, just whatever. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I'm I, personally, I'm really excited about The Witcher. Like, I love The Witcher three, but that was my jumping in point for the series, and I don't feel like I had. I think it is for connect- most people though. Like, I feel it, like yeah, that's for pretty sure. normal. For sure. And, like, whilst I was able to understand and kind of follow the story, like, I don't feel like I connected to the characters and maybe quite the way people with the history of the series would have. And that makes total sense, obviously. Um, so, I'm kind of excited to see what they do with the new Witcher trilogy, like, how they introduce new characters. I, I, I don't know if they confirmed if Geralt was still, like, the feature of it. I suppose that would make sense. Like, he's kind of the central character to the, the Witcher books as well i think i'm not sure someone i'm looking for someone to correct me if i'm wrong but i i guess it would make sense if he's still involved and it just kind of follows a new saga of sorts but i wouldn't be opposed to them like being totally fresh and just kind of playing in that world further um and i'm excited to see what these kind of two other games that co-named sirius and canis majoris um eventuate to be i wouldn't mind kind of a tighter, like, you know, not a hundred hour RPG, but something that's, you know, five to 10 hours um, coming from these third party studios. A Witcher fighting game, even, maybe. A Witcher, a Witcher fighting game. Um, yeah. Obviously, part of this announcement, too, is that these are going to have multiplayer elements to them. Um, I don't think it's quite clear, like, which games exactly are going to have multiplayer, but w- what multiplayer looks like within the Witcher universe, I don't know. Maybe an MMO of some kind? Like, well, I think a Monster fit, Hunter vibes. Like A Monster Hunter vibe? Yeah, that could be cool. Like a cooperative mm. sort of thing? I do like that. That's a good shout. Uh, Brody, let me ask you, though. What what are your kind of trust levels with CD, CD Projekt Red at this stage? Like, do you think they can deliver on these promises and these turn out to be games of quality? Can they repair the reputation post-Cyberpunk? Um, look, I don't doubt their ability as a developer. Like, I, I don't think the, the, the disastrous misstep of uh, Cyberpunk should define them as a studio entirely. Like, they've got a back catalogue of work that, you know... Uh, stands up still today so um but as far as being able to deliver on these promises like we just spoke about the timeline they're aiming for and it could be a tad ambitious but um like james said like we don't know if they're upscaling in a big way like they could be you know putting people on left right and center and you know it it could be feasible so but um yeah I, i think they can repair their reputation post cyberpunk as well like i think they already have to a degree like they've made steps toward that um, granted, a lot of the goodwill for the franchise currently is coming from that Edge Runner, uh, Runner's anime, which is on Netflix. But um, yeah, like like player counts for the game are at their highest at the minute, and like and I guess are, players jumping in at a point where the game's kind has of been fixed. That's right. Yeah. yeah so yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I think the game will bounce back, and I think they'll bounce back as a studio. There's no reason to think they won't. So yeah, yeah. pretty exciting if you're a fan of said properties. Shannon, left a field question, one that I've just come up with spur of the moment. Do you think CD Projekt Red would be a good acquisition for PlayStation? Like, if could they rival Xbox in the sort of Bethesda capacity if they were to no. acquire CD? Uh, nah, I feel like it's probably too much of a live life either to acquire at this point i don't think playstation would i could maybe see xbox doing it for like game pass and stuff but i feel like playstation is happy with like their single player offering at the minute do you think playstation would after they bombed their game off the store <laughs> like <laughs> yeah in, true in, exactly in dramatic fashion. yeah yeah they were not happy about that were they that's a very good point 
All right. Nintendo. I thought I would throw at you. Nintendo. <laughs> God knows all their games can run comfortably on the Switch. All right. Next piece of news for you then. The next Need for Speed is likely been revealed by the time this episode is, that you're listening to this episode. Uh, but we got our first look of it today, um, our first little tease of Need for Speed Unbound with some uh, screenshots that were leaked over by a Japanese retailer, Neo Wing. The screenshots show a mix of anime slash kind of cell shaded graphics with more realistic visuals as well. Uh, Brody, I'm going to come back to you as a fellow racing game fan. Does this interest you at all, this kind of different aesthetic for a Need for Speed game? Yeah, I think the aesthetic is really cool. Like, I saw some of the screenshots, and I knew from, like, previous leaks that the game was going to blend, like, this anime cel-shaded sort of um, aesthetic in with, like, the the realistic cars and stuff. But I didn't know they were going to go, like, proper, like, anime characters as well. So that's, mm. that's, that's pretty surprising. So, I mean, I'm keen to see where they go with it, but... Um, all they need to do is just, you know, make a game that has a compelling loop, I guess. Like, I don't think the last few Need for Speeds have been very good. I almost wish they'd strip it back a tad and, like, fo- like have a more focused thing rather than this big sprawling open world uh, serving because I don't think they do that well. Like, I'd rather, rather a stripped back, uh, like, almost like Most Wanted from tw- 2006 or, like, Underground even, like, something from even further back. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm keen to see what they what they do with it, but uh, yeah, I definitely like the aesthetic. I dig it. Yeah, it does certainly bear hallmarks of the kind of underground or like carbon sort of era, which was really for me like the last time I connected to uh, Need for Speed games. Um, mm. There's been a couple along the journey that have interested me a little bit, but yeah, not nearly the ways those those games did back in the day. Um, so yeah, very much like you, I'm kind of hoping we see something of that sort of elk this time around. I'm not opposed to the idea of an open world, but yeah, if it's can be made a bit more interesting and there's more to do than just kind of get from A to B to engage with the race, then that'd be grand. Um, really the dream would be bring back burnout and like make the success of a burnout paradise or, um, burnout three or something. That'd be fantastic. Uh, Shannon, as far as I know, recently you've only played the Forza Horizon games. Could this be enough to tempt you into giving Need for Speed a go? Yeah, I haven't played the last few. I honestly couldn't even tell you what they were called or what they were, but I definitely played like the PS2, uh, like Most Wanted and stuff, Pop Pursuit and stuff back in the day. Was the most recent one? I think Heat. Was it just Need for Speed before that, I think, from memory or something like that? Yeah, anyway. That's a good question. Um, I thought there might have been some before then, but I I like that this is at least doing like something totally left of center. Like Need for Speed always used to be like the trends that are in racing games. And I like that this isn't trying to do like a Forza Horizon or whatever other racing games there are at the moment. And it's sort of just doing its own really cool like stylized thing. And whilst Mm. I agree with Brody, like I would rather see like just a hot pursuit or a most wanted style game. Like at least they're doing something totally different altogether and it's this year allegedly which is exciting i think not exciting but very rare that you get a game announced in october and it's out in two months payback yeah. payback was the game before heat by the way the, the much maligned entry into the series i don't think it was very popular thank you for that uh that fact check appreciate it um James, where do you come down on this? And racing games generally. I, I don't know if you've got any affinity for racing games at all. Yeah, not, not for me. <laughs> this, um, 
This reminds me of though. Um, did, this is probably I'm old, but did you guys ever play Auto Modelista on the PS2? Was that like, like an you're on an island? No. No. Auto um, I'm gonna have to look this up. Look I, it I think up. I'm, think, I'm thinking of test drive. It's Capcom's Razor, and it's like a um like cell shaded, and it reminds me a lot of this. Um, but yeah, I think that the cross section of the people that they're trying to appeal to here makes sense. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Oh, I see what you mean. It's got that kind of cell shaded look. Yeah, yeah. I, it, I'm sure somebody listening, one of my old man groupies that follow me on Twitter, <laughs> they'll will be have like, "Yes, well. James." You yeah, get I've got it. like three of them. <laughs> I collect them. Um, but like, yeah, I um, it's de- yeah. I don't, I don't really care. But like, I think it looks all right. Um, I've seen a lot of commentary on our pages, which I probably shouldn't read. But like. People are like the loot footage looks shit, and it's like it's almost as if that footage wasn't meant to be shown. <laughs> like, I, I think when it's all polished and stuff, I think it'll be really, yeah. really good visually and quite. I yeah, interesting. I, I can like, see it's how different. it like, might be jarring looking at that snippet, but I actually think the vision could be cool once you see it in proper yeah, like four K. <clears throat> like I feel like if you look at like Need for Speed, Payback, and Heat all together. They're probably like they're all the same. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. visually, there's really no identity. No identity. Um, <clears throat> but I think with mm. Unbound, I think it's called. Um, yeah. They can try and do something a little bit different. Um, is it the same team? Like, Ghost? Is it Ghost Games? No, it's Criterion. Yet? I think, right? Isn't that what's? Is this the in first there? time they've done it since? No, Solo maybe. I th- oh yeah, I no, they know. they did they did the last three, so then Criterion's now jumping in and doing one. So okay, um, that'll be interesting to see. I guess um, a lot of people are probably upset that I, they're not doing more burnouts. Um, but I think I that for that me, the only sad. worrying thing is that it is getting announced so late and dropping in December. Like to me, that sort of screams like they just want to get it out. And yeah, that is yeah. a bit random. But then it's weird. Don't know. Hopefully, yeah. Um, just like Need for Speed still have the kind of brand power that it once did. I feel like I think it games does. would sell every year. I think it does, but I think a lot of people... And, th- and this is another thing. I think I saw Brody tweet it too. Everybody just wants Underground to be remastered or something. Like, I don't know why they yeah. don't just put that out. Yeah, and like they remastered the Hot game. Pursuit, which like seemed like the which, less... like no one really liked, I don't yeah. feel. Like, I'm not it a Need for Speed person, but like... I have my f- finger on the pulse of the fans to some extent. And yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Keep it down. They're like finger I'm, in the pie, if you will. I was going to say finger in Jesus. the pie, but I knew that would send everyone off. But then you said it anyway. Um, but yeah, like I do feel like Underground 2 is like that game that everybody, it's one of like that and Simpsons yeah. Run, like the two um, EA games yeah. that everybody wants. Yeah, that, that needs um, to happen. Hopefully that they is just, just this hidden. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. Let's wrap up this conversation. Uh, let me instead ask you about the Mario movie poster. Again, this is like another weird like time capsule thing because chances are by the time you're listening to this, there's likely to be a trailer out there in the world. But all we've got to go on as of recording is this poster that's revealed and a leaked screenshot of his face. Shannon, I'm going to first come to you. How do you feel about Mario's flat ass? Not good. They needed to look at a real um, Italian, Maltese, Greek person and look at how thick their asses really are, <laughs> me included. Really covered all it's bases weird, there. It's so flat. I was going to, yeah, I was going to say something else and I decided I won't. Um, <laughs> it's flat. It's very flat. 
I don't know why it's so flat. Does anyone else have any light on the situation? Uh, that for they someone can that's like famously got a big video game <laughs> house, it just seems like they've done um. I don't, I'm not, I don't care. Like I'm not one of those people. I probably wouldn't have even noticed this unless I woke up and that was the discourse. But when you do look, it is, there's nothing there. Like it's a pancake. (laughs) (laughs) I've just never looked at Mario's ass. But I don't, don't you really say Mario to. is a sex Google symbol. some screenshots. <laughs> yeah. I, I, but why not, though? I Yeah. I mm. guess people were talking about, like, Luigi and his penis for a while. So why not talk about Mario's Mario's circle? No, when the tennis renders came out and they all had shorts and everyone was, like, measuring and shit. Do you not remember that discourse? We spoke about nipples at some point, I think Mario's too, nipples were a, yeah. were a thing yeah, at the time. Mario, Mario fans are just really horny. It's just like a weird, like under under. I think I think it's the fact that they've <laughs> given the shape of an ass in the overalls, but there's nothing. There's no meat on the bones. Is this really what we're talking about? And I guess it's, it's the only thing we have to talk about. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's probably worth mentioning. They know the what they were doing. My face is back towards the camera. Recording. <laughs> yeah, uh, James, what do you what do you feel about the rest of the the movie poster? Paying a bit more attention to the details and stuff in the background as well. Do people not like it? I think it looks fine. I think it does look good. Saw an opportunity to speak about Mario. To be fair, like what else is there to talk about apart from his ass? If you're looking at that poster, yeah. Hopefully, we see more of Mario. Like I mean that in like what is there to comment on apart from that? But it does it does look really good. I think it's what Mario should look like in 2022 on a console, in my opinion. But we don't have that. No. Interesting point. Uh, Brody, the trailer is out tomorrow. Again, this is a weird time capsule sort of thing. What do you hope to see in this trailer? Uh, I don't know. Like, uh, I'm expecting that it'll be probably quite good. Like, It's probably inevitable we'll get to hear Chris Pratt's uh, soon-to-be iconic line delivery as Mario. Um, I don't know. The things that I'd hope for are probably all weird, like little uh, Easter egg things that'll probably be in a credit scene like... I can imagine like the geek, the movie finishing and then in the credits like you see like Yoshi's egg or something like that and like Yoshi will be in a sequel or some bullshit but I don't know just non- nods at things that we recognize from Mario would all be pretty pretty fun I think I my prediction is there's going to be like one more just insanely random casting of some Mario character in there somewhere I don't know who it would be but like one they haven't announced yeah have they, have they yeah. cast dry bones no, no, they haven't. He's coming. That's very done. interesting, isn't it? Where is he? What's he doing in this timeline? Yoshi either. What about I think Birdo? Yoshi, a good one. Uh, Yoshi was my thought. Yeah, Birdo. Oh yeah, Princess Daisy, maybe <laughs> Lady Gaga maybe she, as Birdo, Diddy Kong. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah, reminded myself Dixie of the Kong. cast for this. This uh, I'm just cranky now. Kong. I can't wait Cranky to Kong's hear Charlie cast. Day's Luigi. That's that's going to be a giggle. Who is I, I, I honestly who is Donkey have really Kong high hopes of this film. Uh, Seth Donkey Rogan. Kong is Seth Rogen. Yeah, Jack Black's <laughs> Bowser. Oh dear. <laughs> this this I feel film like this is either going to be a Mario's masterpiece or it's going to be an absolute train wreck. Yeah, I'd agree I, I actually with that. think everyone's going to be feeling quite upbeat about it after seeing the trailer. Like uh, Pokemon, um, was it Detective Pikachu? I feel like people were so skeptical about that, and then the trailer like won them all over. And that movie was pretty now. good. I think, yeah. Um, yeah, and there's no reason to think that, like, it's like the people behind Minions and shit, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. like, those, yeah. at the end of the day, the movie's not for us. Like, it's for kids, and kids are going to love it. It's colourful. 
It's going to be fun. You know. I think People it will never be for everyone. Like, it is for everyone. The second Sonic movie... The first Sonic movie wasn't was definitely for kids, but that second Sonic movie was like pretty good. Do you reckon adults. they're going to turn Toads into minions? Well, hmm. Toad... No. No, Toad is voiced by somebody. Keegan-Michael Key. Yeah, but do you reckon like all the Toads are going to be... Him? Nah, they'll just or, have like Goombas or some shit, like acting Goom- weird yeah, and not Goom- speaking Goombas or something speed. like that. I don't know. Yeah. So does that mean if Mario has no ass, he won't have a plumber's oh. crack? Well, I'm just thinking no, about he this. He does. It's just maybe that is the post-credit it's just, scene. It's just, it's it just, just his out. This. It's just his lower <laughs> back. There's no ass to speak of. Oh, do you know who's a good reveal? Wario at the end. Wow. True. If, yeah. Who Wario would you have? Luigi. Who would you have voice Wario? Oh shit! Danny DeVito, um, Elon Musk. Danny DeVito would be Danny amazing. Danny DeVito is good. Is Gilbert Gottfried still alive? No, or? he's dead. No. no. Oh, okay. Well, they could <laughs> bring him back. <laughs> he's coming back from the dead. That is the reveal. Some gonna, good AI. Gilbert, Gilbert Gottfried as a hologram. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> playing playing Wario. But yeah, no, I, it'll be fine. No, Everyone needs fine. to chill. I do have a quick rapid fire question for you. Well, I say quick. It's one of these questions that could be a big one, but we're going to endeavor to answer it quickly. God of War is rumored to be about 40 hours in length. Brody, what is the perfect game length to you? Five to 10 hours. Mm. James? That's not a rapid fire for me. Like, I. <laughs> it's a thesis. <laughs> no, it, it depends on the game. Pick like, I just finished. No, I just I'm, pick I a number, James. To, no, <laughs> fuck give off. a range. Fucking seven to eighty, one like it to a thousand hours. <laughs> no. no more. I think like we shouldn't go above eighty. Like that's a lot. But I think seven's <laughs> interesting that you would like start at seven because you I don't want to go like. Seven. What do you mean? You don't want to be like, oh yeah, can't this is think of too many Resident like, Evils that are more than seven hours. <laughs> what does that mean? Trees smashing the mountain to three. Oh my god, this is why game um, for me so for me it's about it's I'd say eight. Eight hours is when I like start to look at how long a game's going for. Yeah. I, I like a game under twenty hours, I think. If it's Ooh. even if it's like just a couple of hours, cool, that can be great. Anyhow. With that, let's play What the Wiki, the Press Up Podcast game show with the previous week's winner reads part of a Wikipedia page for an unknown game and we, the contestants, must guess the game. The first to guess two games correctly wins the round and takes home the points. Uh, last week, that point was awarded to Brody, who is in second place, currently on 10 points. James in first on 11 points. Shannon and myself are tied on seven points apiece. Kieran is on one and Harry and Stephen on nil point. As last week's winner, Brody is today's host. Thanks. We, we all ready? We, we are. Let's go. Are. Yeah. Cool. Uh, this Wikipedia page is very short. I didn't realize before I uh, picked it, but we'll just we'll see how we go. Uh, it is a game developed by Australian developer Blacklight Interactive and published by Team Seventeen. The game started in early access on Steam in 2016 before fully releasing in May 2020. Shannon, no. Shannon. Would you like to hazard a guess? Moving out. No. Uh, uh, for Microsoft Windows, Switch, PS4, Xbox One, and on Google Stadia in April 2022. Uh. The game allows up to 12 friends to play in 13 challenging levels, containing 18 holes each, 234 in total. The game Am I back in, Shannon? Shannon, oh. Shannon is back in, technically. It's the start of the next paragraph. Oh, Shannon, I'm going to get this wrong. 
golfing with friends or golf with friends? Technically incorrect. So I'm going to open it back up to Ewan. Oh, shit. I thought that's thrown me. I was going to say golf with friends. It's very James. close. It's very close, that. Uh, James. Is it golf with your friends? It is golf with your <laughs> friends. Oh, my God. That's, that's a joke. I'm I, happy. I, Brody, I'm as happy. if you're not going to pay that after dudding me I'm happy to yield ago. to I'm group consensus about whether everyone oh, feels like... No I've, one else was going to get that. There's I've no change was going to get that. Shot. I've heard some bullshit paid on this podcast so i'm happy to yield <laughs> golf, to group consensus golf, if everyone thinks that was close with enough friends is, no, is I f- fine i feel no i feel like james knew it like james knew what it was <laughs> we, he knew the specific title i like i'll concede i feel like james wow. is going to do the right thing anyway and take the foot off so that we can get to well, a tiebreaker did here, you so. know what it was without <laughs> me saying it james only you can be the the, the vanguard of honesty <laughs> yeah. I don't know where that's to go. Smile. Quite what smile. to say? <laughs> oh, Should we just annul wow. this round? Should we move no, on? Let, let's go again. That's fine. I can't even dealing it. with the drama. I'm right, happy James. with it being James. James. Should, should like, we? I get persecuted we, every time I get something right. Should we, in like, the interest of making this interesting, banish James from the next round? <laughs> <laughs> just from the How whole. That fair? The I next love three rounds. Punishing James for cheap points. No, let's go. It's fine. James is on one. Game number two. The game is a puzzle stealth video game. Uh, I'm not going to read that part. Uh, the player uses the <laughs> character's abilities to manipulate objects and non-player characters to complete objectives. Uh, the game originated from a stock photograph that the developer employee posted in the company's internal communications. This sparked a conversation about blank. Ewan. Uh, the te- Ewan? Is this Untitled Goose Game? It is Untitled Goose Game. Let's go. Well done, Yui Yui. One point apiece for the big doggies with Shannon ooh, still ooh, on. Ooh, 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 Nothing. Ooh. <laughs> Even though right. we got the first one. <laughs> uh, okay. Take my point then, Shannon. Like, I don't care. <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> Fucking have it. No. Nah. You've heard it here. James is handing his point to <laughs> Shannon. <laughs> All right. Game number three. I don't know what's happening anymore. Lost like, get it right the first time and there if wouldn't you, be drama. If you get this one, <laughs> okay. Why don't right, you so actually get a thought for yourself for once <laughs> instead of just piggybacking <laughs> off of mine? The insinuation here is that James is only, like, winning what the wiki for the this year. This is getting too vicious. <laughs> yeah. This is what the wiki. And what it, like, every year. I love that we're yeah. doing, like, a whole hour-long panel okay. on this on Saturday. Right. It's not going to end in tears at all. It's going to be a train wreck. To be fair, James is not going to be there to derail it, so. Okay. All right. The third game is a platform game where the player controls blank in moving him across a musical-infused landscape. Besides Shannon. running and... Who was that? Was that Shannon? Yep, the Artful Escape. It is the Artful Escape. Well Ooh. done, Shannon. Order has Thank been you. restored. I was almost going to say Banjo-Kazooie, but I was like, you know what, Shannon? Just take a second and think about I feel like James this. is sitting back and letting us get these points. <laughs> Yeah, until someone gets one letter wrong in the title, then just... (laughs) All right, all right, this is getting petty. Let's move on. Okay, tiebreaker, everyone's on a point. Winner takes all. (coughs) The game was the first video game honoured as an official selection at the Tribeca Film Festival. The game was released... Fuck, I know this. The game was released for PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 consoles in May 2011 uh, and for Windows in November. 
An enhanced version was released for Switch, PS4, and Xbox One in 2017. Uh, the game received positive critical reviews, uh, which praised, uh, which with the praise directed at the facial animation, narrative, characters, performances, music, world design, and interrogation gameplay. Their responses to the shooting and driving mechanics were mixed. James. James. Shit. Is it L.A. Noir? Yeah. It is L.A. Noir. Lovely. Well, uh, James. The theme tying it? all those together is uh, they're all Australian games. Could have been over last round if it was judged. Tax Australia. <laughs> Sorry, Brody. Can you repeat the theme? Because Shannon was talking. I did notice that he was being very over rude. The but, uh, <laughs> there are, they're all Australian games because it's Pax Australia this week. So oh, Lovely. Very nice. Very, very touching, beautiful, very Brody. Well very done, James. Lovely. Good work. Wow, the hostility is just ridiculous. <laughs> I have no just qualms with Brody. Anytime, like... anytime Brody hosts, I might as well just sit out. It's the, it's oh, the oh wow. my key takeaway. Going Stop being such everyone a sore loser. All right, James, uh, that brings you up to 12 points, and you will be in the hosting chair next week. You going to have a theme for us next week? <laughs> Probably the other four Resident played. Evil games that he didn't <laughs> do last week. I wouldn't. I don't do themes anymore. It's against my ethos. Is the theme giving Shannon a fair shake for once? That'd be something I'd like to see. Yeah, the Ape Escape Canon. That's my theme. Yeah. We'll go, please. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, with that, let's bring an end to what was this week's episode of the Press Start Podcast. Subscribe to us on Listener or the podcast service of your choice. Follow us at Press.au and visit the site at pressstart.com.au. We've been joined today by Shannon. Shannon? I think you're muted, mate. We can't hear a word. Well, you can follow me on Shancake <laughs> underscore on no, Twitter. Sorry, my headphones there. keep disconnecting. Oh, and this is a train wreck. But yeah, looking forward to seeing everyone at PAX. That that came all garbled on my end, but I heard looking forward to seeing everyone at PAX, and I second that. Uh, also joining us today was Brody. Uh, thanks. Yeah, you can follow me on most things at Brody underscore DG. I'd, I can't wait to hear if... Uh, what's his name? Is it White Monkey on Twitter? What do you think about that? Did I screw Shannon again? Or are we all good? <laughs> uh, and Sorry. And last but not least, it was James. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at jams, A-T-J-A-M-Z. Yeah. Enjoy your weekend, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been your host, Ewan Roxburgh. Do come along Saturday, 5.30 at the NBN Theatre to come and watch these antics play out in real time. You can follow me on Twitter at Ewan underscore Roxburgh. Until next time, happy gaming. Bye. Bye. Bye.